Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yes, you are. Why is that? I don't know. It's been a long week. We're also going to see Aladdin. We are, hopefully. Um, They canceled, what, Wednesday night's show. They opened on Tuesday, played on Tuesday, uh, canceled Wednesday night's show due to COVID, and then they're supposed to be back now Thursday night, so... Uh, hopefully, we will be seeing our Saturday night show. That's right. Fingers crossed. Yes. All right. Disney Parks blog. Uh, there is a new edition of Disney Paper Parks. That's right. And this just isn't Paper Parks. This is creating a shadow box. Ooh. So it's not just building a, a fake park out of paper, but it is a very ornate 3D paper activity uh, that includes uh, the Cinderella Castle, uh, the, the partner statue, and uh, some trees. This looks a little easier to do. It does. And it looks nice. It does look nice. It's it's not like just watching this paper park grow in your dining room. <laughs> Cutting out all these pieces and just leaving them laying around. That's right. Uh, Disney Parks blog has a feature on the new uh, enhanced and expanded accommodations that are coming to the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. That's right. The villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa are one of Disney's Disney Vacation Club Villa Resorts. They are a deluxe resort, and essentially it's Disney's timeshare, although they do have a number of rooms that are available to rent uh, for lodging, like a regular hotel room for Mm -hmm. the public. Right. Um, But in the summer of 2022, they're going to be opening uh, 200 new resort studio rooms. And uh, that is, you know, they're taking one of the old standard hotel room buildings and converting it. And uh, that's going to be, I guess, exciting. It is. I mean, these are exactly the kinds of um, DVC rooms that I'm always looking for. Something with uh, two beds, yep. two actual queen size beds. And I think some of their um, the new rooms are going to have, or at least the remodeled older ones are going to have the queen size bed with the pull down Murphy bed, which mm-hmm. um, is something that they're starting to do at all the DVC resorts. All right. And the new deluxe studios will be able to accommodate up to five guests with two queen size beds and a day bed. And uh, they will also have, uh, let's see. A charming pull-down size bunk bunk bed size bed. So that's the pull-down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll also have a kitchen. No, it looks like they have a – oh, no, it's no, a kitchenette. That's, that's yeah. a different room. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and, and if you're interested in the villas at uh, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, you'll get some new accommodations, and they're enhancing the current accommodations. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has, um, I would say, an opening date, but it's really just sort of an opening year. That's right, because we're going to open everything new tomorrow, so we have to focus on what's coming next. Right. Uh, And this is the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will open in 2022. All right. So that gives them about 15 months to get it done. Get your stuff together. There's a a little more uh, story to that later when we talk about Epcot. All right. Um, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser has announced when they are going to have their first voyage. That's right. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is a new uh, themed resort from Disney, is going to open on March 1st, 2022, with general bookings opening on October 28th, 2021. Uh, DVC members, Disney Pass holders, and Disney Visa card holders will have a special opportunity to book prior to that date. So if you've ever wanted to stay in a full-blown role-playing resort environment, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is the thing for you. Okay. Just bring your pocketbook. Absolutely. All right. Disney just announced 
um, a new Magic Band Plus that's going to debut in 2022. That's right. Magic Band Plus is the next generation of wearable technology. Uh, the Magic Band is now eight years old. It was introduced in 2013. And Magic Band Plus is going to keep the features of your current Magic Band and then add new functionality and additional magic for the guest. Um, the theme park will come, I'm sorry, the Magic Band will come alive at various points in the theme park with color changing lights, haptic vibrations, and gesture recognition. Uh, so you'll be able to play uh, games uh, throughout Black Spire Outpost. You're going to be able to interact with the Disney Fab 50 character collection with the golden sculptures that they have put out. And then the band will light up and complement uh, shows like Harmonious and Disney Enchantment. Okay. So uh, that's uh, that's going to be exciting. But, of course, those bands will be uh, at a cost. Mm-hmm. Regular Magic Bands cost anywhere between $15 to $30 now. So who knows what the Magic Band Pluses will. Yeah. What their price point will be. More, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Never less. <laughs> um, so you should be listening to this on Friday. And if you are, um, this evening you can tune in to The Most Magical Story on Earth, 50 Years of Walt Disney World, and that is showing on ABC. That's right. This is a <clears throat> look back at 50 Years of the Walt Disney World Resort, hosted by Disney legend Whoopi Goldberg. And uh, this two-hour program will feature visuals and musical performances by acts like Christina Aguilera and Haley Berry, uh, as well as the Orlando Philharmagic, Philharmagic, Philharmonic Orchestra. All right. That will be showing at 8 o'clock Eastern Time on ABC. That's right. And uh, it will stream on Hulu starting October 2nd and on Disney Plus beginning October 8th. Okay. They have extended the Magic Kingdom Park hours for October 1st through the 4th. That's right. We have no California news, so we're going right to Walt Disney World. Uh, The Magic Kingdom will close at 11 p.m. on October 1st through 4th. It was previously rescheduled to close at 10 p.m., but they have extended that by another hour. Uh, The park will open at 8 a.m. on October 1st and 9 a.m. on October 2nd through the 4th. So that is uh, the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Um, Angela Bassett is going to be doing the narration for Disney Enchantment, the, uh, the fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. That is their new nighttime spectacular because it's just not fireworks anymore. I know. Lasers. Lasers, projections. Right. Uh, so Angela Bassett, who also narrated the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, as well as played T'Challa's mother, uh, in Black Panther, uh, will be narrating this new show. And um, that's uh, that's the story. Let's see. Fireworks projection and characters from Disney and Pixar's films. Uh, this show is a new part of the 50th anniversary celebration. And it features a new song called You Are the Magic, written and performed by Grammy winner Philip Lawrence. So uh, excited for that. Very good. The Frontierland Shootin' Arcade has reopened. Um, they changed the flooring in there when they did the boardwalk area. Um, and now it's reopened. It used to cost a dollar to um, play, and now it's actually free. What? I know. When is, like, finally Disney is giving you something for free that they used to charge for. That's 35 cents for free play. What does that mean? 30, oh. uh, 35 shots, I'm sorry. 35 shots for uh, free play. So yep. that's uh, that's very exciting. Disney never gives you anything for free. I know. Now they're going to have to uh, kick people out after one game. That's right. 
They are starting to change some of the stonework in Fantasyland. That's right. They're painting over some of the stonework with beige colors. Yeah, this is for the walkways. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I don't like the beige. I like I the natural stone the color. The natural stone is so much nicer. It is. Very odd. Oh, well. Good job, Imagineering. <laughs> Zach Ridley had nothing to do with this. Um, pressed pennies and medallions have been updated with some uh, features from the 50th anniversary. That's right. Uh, the 50th anniversary press penny machines have debuted. Uh, they have some special ones for the 50th. And now they actually have some magic medallions uh, that are gold in color. There are four medallions um, with different uh, characters on each of them, but they all have Mickey on the back. Okay. So the gold ones are nice. Are they? What do you do with them? Um, you save them. They're too big. I like the pressed pennies. They were just such a nice thing to do with the kids, and they had little books you could put your pressed pennies in. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. I think we still have them somewhere. My kids never wanted to do pressed pennies. Yes, they did. They yeah. had their whole little books full. They had like a, a year where they did it. Tony wants to continue on anything that requires money and collecting mm-hmm. till the end of time. Yes. All right. Um, at Be Our Guest Castle in the Magic Kingdom, they are finishing up the painting. That's right. There was one section of wall left that needed to be completed, and uh, it is almost done. Uh, the picture's pretty funny, though, because it shows a worker, and he's almost as tall as the turret. Yeah. So that forced perspective really works when there's not a person standing in front of it. Right. There is a new spring roll at the Spring Roll Cart in Adventureland. It is a pastrami spring roll, and that apparently is in celebration of the 50th anniversary. That's right. It is It is officially titled the 50th Celebration Spring Roll, uh, which is two rolls of pastrami and pepper jack. It is served with a mustard dipping sauce, and it will cost you $9.50. That replaces the pepperoni pizza spring rolls. Uh, so now at the spring roll cart, you can get cheeseburger spring rolls and the 50th Celebration Spring Roll. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The 50th Celebration Spring Roll replaces the Buffalo Chicken Spring Roll. Yeah, they've gone through a few. Which then, replaced the Pepperoni Pizza Spring Roll. It wasn't there like a um, a steak and cheese one or like mm-hmm. a Philly cheesesteak one at one point? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> All right. Um, there is a new treat that is being served at the Plaza Restaurant. It's uh, It's an ice cream. Uh, it's called uh, Cheers to 50 Years, and it's a shareable treat. That's right. It serves up to six guests, and it was debuted in a TikTok video. Um, so what does it consist of? Vanilla ice cream, cookies, chocolate ice cream, pretzel wands, hot fudged, whipped cream, and an entire Mickey pretzel. Yeah. I could do that. You know, if they served it in a bathtub, it, it would be like much better. looks like there's whole cupcakes in there, too. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. They didn't mention the cupcakes in the... Uh, in the ad. The Universe of Energy Pavilion, uh, which is now going to house uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, has been renamed to Wonders of Xandar. Um, it's what? It's Why are the, you looking at it, me funny? I'm just waiting for you to give me my, my point to jump in. Oh, it's the first other world showcase pavilion. That's right, because there's so much here on Earth that we now have to get additional stuff from uh, away from Earth. So the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion um, is the central point of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. If you saw the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, uh, a lot of stuff took place on the planet Xandar. That's where the final dance battle uh, mm-hmm. took place. 
um, and the Nova Corps was headquartered. So this is just the Zandarians' uh, efforts to be able to share their culture and their people with those of Earth. And then I didn't realize they're putting um, a Zandarian ship at the entrance area there. That's right. These uh, uh, Zandarian ship, uh, they created the giant net when they were trying to protect the planet. Yep. So uh, that's that's pretty cool. All right. Um, speaking of pretty cool, the monorail ha- got some underlighting. Yeah, it's uh, very nice. It's a, a set of green undercarriage lights. Uh, that's part of the 50th anniversary celebration. So uh, it's new LED glow lighting, uh, and it, it yeah, I don't know, it kind of pluses up the monorail. It looks like one of those souped-up cars. It does. It looks like, and now maybe they'll put one of those like crazy mufflers on it. It'll make <laughs> that annoying sound. Um, the harmonious barge screens have gotten a 50th anniversary logo. That's the story. I don't like to talk about those screens. <laughs> okay. They're horrendous. The flags at the. Um, in space, at Spaceship Earth, have been updated with all 12 pavilions. That's right. And they're updated logo flags. So uh, they look nice. They each have the pavilion logos in the center. The pavilion logos are a little bit hard to decipher what they're supposed to be for. Well, a lot of them are the old school, original pavilion logos. Um, maybe there's like a translation uh, chart somewhere. Maybe. But um, And I didn't quite understand... Nice I didn't quite understand what that meant, like a pavilion. So that's like the land, right, is a pavilion. Yep. Um, And then inside of that pavilion, then they've got like two or three attractions. Correct. Okay. It's funny that they have one for the play pavilion, but rumor has it that the play pavilion is not moving forward. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's not good. Yeah. We'll see. It's nice. I, I like the flagpoles. I like the flags. Alberta Bound is returning to Epcot in the Canada Pavilion on October 1st. That's right. They're a band. They have not performed since March of 2020, but they're not the only folks returning to Epcot. No, I've heard that there's some other performers returning. Yes, they are. Like Sergio, the Italian juggler. And where does he juggle? In Italy. Uh, Excellent. And uh, <laughs> Matsuritsa, the drummers, will be returning to the Japan Pavilion on October 1st. That's awesome. So that's big. I really like their drum performances. You definitely, it was something really missing when you were in Epcot um, yes. in the past year. Yes, it was. Uh, let's shoot over to Hollywood Studios. Um, we know they took out a lot of the Galaxy's Edge uh, scale models out of um, Walt, uh, Disney, Walt Presents. Disney Presents. But they have something to take its place. A new ship model of the Wish. That's right. And Disney Cruise Line's newest ship in the fleet. Well, it will be new when it's delivered in, in June or July. Um, and uh, they will have a nice uh, a nice scale model there. Those are always fun to look at. They are. All right. The um, Muppets Haunted Mansion pre-show has been added at Muppet, Muppet Vision 3D. That's right. They're just some content from the Muppets Haunted Mansion special, which debuts on Disney Plus on October 8th. All right. Um, some sad news here. Uh, the Kite Trails show at... Kite Tales. Oh, sorry. Kite Tales show at the Animal Kingdom. Um, they had their preview show, uh, for the media, I believe. What, yesterday? Yes. Uh, it didn't go great. They started it and then had to cancel it mid-performance because one of the jet skis flipped. Yeah, the jet skis pull the very large kites, which include inflatable characters. Um, and, uh, it... Flipped over. Yeah, it looks like one of the um, kites got a little out of control mm-hmm. and then sort of 
pulled over the jet ski. Yeah. So not great. Not a good start. Somebody should have been practicing a maybe, little bit Maybe more. not during your press preview. Yeah, not great. <laughs> they have no luck at anything over in that no, uh, water theater. They do not. Um, the show, the bird show at Animal Kingdom has been um, changed. So it used to be up a great bird adventure. Um, but then when it, when the parks opened after COVID, they changed it temporarily to Feathered Friends in Flight. Uh, however, it seems that maybe that temporary has become permanent as they have changed the signage now to say Feathered Friends. That's right. Uh, and that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, Is it? Yeah. Well, why? You don't like the up show? Uh, I don't, it just didn't really fit. Oh, okay. You know, this looks, this this fits the more Asian theme. I mean, the signage definitely does. It does. Okay. No. I mean, I like I like me some up, but mm-hmm. not enough for a bird show. Okay. All right. Uh, the Sasagula River Cruise is resuming service on October 1st. This is the, um, the I guess, what, like friendship boats? Not even really. They're not friendship shuttle boats. Shuttle boats yeah. <laughs> that um, go from Disney Springs to um, Old Key West and Saratoga Springs. They've been closed since COVID, and it's great news that they're starting back up. That's right. They will run from 10 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. daily. Uh, and then once Port Orleans Resort opens up uh, later in October, they will resume service to those resorts as well. Great. Yeah. I mean, that's um, that's been missed, too. I mean, the uh, If you stayed at Saratoga, at least you could still walk over did. to Disney Springs. We did. Um, you could still walk over to Disney Springs. But one of our favorites is Old Key West. And I wasn't. we didn't really consider staying there just because you didn't have that boat over the there Disney There is Springs. a walking path, but it's a much longer walk yeah. along the golf course. And it's it's nice now because if you're staying at Saratoga Springs and you want to go see the new Cirque show, uh, you can take the boat from Saratoga Springs over to that part of Disney right. Springs without having to walk all the way around. Right. All right. All right. The um, Galactic Star Cruiser. I think we talked about this, but they're gonna have the pre-sale window for Vacation Club members and annual pass holders. Do we have a date for that? Uh, I don't know. You, you're holding on to the button, and I can't uh, scroll. Uh, DVC members and pass holders will have a pre-sale window that opens on October 7th and will be available through October 9th. During that time, guests can book voyages from March 1st through May 4th with limited availability. There is no date yet on when the DVC, uh, I'm sorry, when the Disney Visa cardholder uh, pre-sale begins. Okay. All right. Uh, That's a repeat story. We don't have to give that one. And we'll go here. All right. Uh, very excited that there is a new float joining the electrical water pageant. That's right. The electrical water pageant, which has been around, I believe, for all 50 years, uh, has a new 50th anniversary uh, float inside of the uh, parade, and it's uh, the 50th anniversary logo. Uh, so that's uh, that's actually a fun a fun pageant to watch. It really is. Uh, that The electrical water pageant sails the Seven Seas Lagoon from 9 p.m. until 10.30 nightly. And you can view it from the Polynesian Village, the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, uh, with the Wilderness Lodge, the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, as well as Disney's Contemporary Resort. I don't think we're going to get to see that this time. No. There's no time. 
Um, Disney Cruise Line has made some updates to the way they keep track of your dining. Um, it used to be that your Key to the World card had your dining rotation um, written on it. It was just letters that told you which one you were going to next. That is no longer being printed on your cards. Instead, you have to use the Navigator app to see what um, restaurant you're supposed to be in. That's right. The Navigator app is an uh, application that goes on your smart device uh, from Disney Cruise Line and has a lot of functionality. Uh, they call it the Navigator app because it replaces the former paper Navigator uh, that they used to print out and leave in your stateroom every night. So this is just part of the move to make everything uh, digital. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad, though, because one of the big things about going on a cruise that people really enjoy is that ability to unplug. Mm-hmm. You don't have um, cell service. You know, everything's expensive as far as if you want to try to get Wi-Fi. Uh, so it's just been a, a great way to do um disconnect and, you know, leave your phone in your stateroom. And now you can't. And there's really no good way to carry around your phone either. No. Uh, You know, you're maybe in your swimsuit with your cover up, you know, hanging out. And and now you've got this phone with you all the time. Right. A little disappointing. You know, if you ever do get to cruise, uh, you bring your phone with you, you put it in airplane mode. You don't need to use cellular service for that. Uh, Disney has an internal Wi-Fi that they utilize for the Navigator app. It also allows you to do all of your planning on there. But there's you know, I enjoyed the old paper navigator because there was something fun about being to open it and look at it. And when you're on your phone, you have to scroll because yeah. your screens are so small. Right. It's, you just, can't it's a lot of scrolling. You can't see everything all at once. We used to bring our highlighters and highlight the things you wanted to do. Yeah. And they still have the functionality that you can like click on it and, um, you know, put notifications for when that, that event is coming up next, you know, put little hearts next to the things that you're interested in, but really not being able to see everything all at once is probably the, um, the biggest downside to that. Right. All right. Go ahead. All right. And entertainment news, uh, Tommy Kirk, who you may know as the star of many Disney films like, uh, old yeller, the shaggy dog and Swiss family Robinson. Uh, he also starred as Joe Hardy in the Mickey mouse clubs, Hardy boys, uh, he passed away at age 79, and uh, he was made an official Disney legend in uh, 2006. Oh, good. So sad. Well, I mean, it's good that he I'm was good Disney that he was made legend, a legend, but, but not I'm, good that he I'm died. I'm glad that he's dead. He was no. a SOB. No. No. So uh, very sad news there. Old Yeller could be one of the, the toughest uh, scenes ever when they have to put Old Yeller down. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars series The Book of Boba Fett is premiering um, on December 29th on Disney+. Plus. That's right. It will make its debut. The poster has been posted. Uh, this show is a spinoff from The Mandalorian and follows uh, Boba Fett as well as Fennec Shan, uh, Shand, who is uh, portrayed by Ming-Na Wen. Uh, director Robert Rodriguez is going to head the series. And uh, those are all the details that we know. We don't know how many episodes. We don't know uh, any details except for the fact that he is uh, he's taking over some some bad stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they have released the full trailer for Disney's Encanto. That's right. That's been on our uh, Facebook page for a couple of days now. And Encanto gets released on November 24th, just in time for Thanksgiving. Yep. And it's the story of an enchanted house. Uh, an enchanted family, and everyone's enchanted except for one young girl. Right. And it becomes her job to save the magic in the house. Okay. So uh, I'm sure that'll be good. That's from Disney Animation Studios. Very good. All right. Um, it Universal Hollywood. That's right. 
They have now um, made it so that you must show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test to uh, enter the park. And that's going to be starting on October 7th. That's right. And that's for all guests 12 and older. Uh, don't know if this is an L.A. County thing. Actually, it is. It's in compliance with Los Angeles County mandates. So luckily, Disneyland, as we've mentioned before, is a part of Orange County. So right. they don't have to do that. Okay. Um, Port Canaveral. Port Canaveral officials um, are looking to approve a plan that's going to develop uh, 80, an $85 million aquarium that's going to be run by Brevard Zoo. That's right. And they actually have approved it. Um, they're going to put a new uh, tourist uh, location in. It's going to be just south of State Road 528 on Port Canaveral property, uh, adjacent to the Banana River. And uh, that's going to be exciting because, you know, we, we've told people before that if you're cruising, um you should always go in a day early. Mm-hmm. Port Canaveral's nice. You know, if you're not going to spend a day at Kennedy Space Center, there's not much to do. No, I mean, there's the beach. So if it's a really nice day, you can definitely do the beach. Mm-hmm. You can do Kennedy Space Center. There's a couple of little shops, you know, nice place to go have breakfast. But to have another attraction there would definitely help. Right. Like there's only so long you can spend in the Ron John surf shop. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. if you get off, sometimes you get off the ship, you're off by 9 o'clock in the morning a lot of times. Uh, if You might not have a flight until mm-hmm. much later in the day. So it's nice to have something that you can do before you head back to the airport. Excellent. So the aquarium is expected to open to the public in February of 2027. Oh. And uh, <laughs> they're going to be fundraising the $85 million needed to complete the project. $31 million has already been committed to the project when it was first pitched to the port officials in 2018, and it took them three years to get the approval. Um, it's going to be a 26-acre parcel, and construction's going to run from 2024 through 2026. They will have a 31-year lease with five-year extensions, and they will be paying $250,000 in a year in rent to the port with 2.5% increases. Uh, they're going to also have a sea turtle rehab exhibit. Yay! So you'll be excited for that. I love so, sea turtles. Uh, I, I would say coming soon. Not uh, really. But six years is really not not that soon. So uh, something to look forward to. So you have any closing words? Nope. Excellent. We hope everybody has a good weekend. We hope we make it to see Aladdin on Saturday. Mm. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>